You can build the life you've always desired. You can become the person you want to be. You don't have to listen to society. You can step into your inner power and your truths and set yourself free. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to episode 14 of the Writing to Inspire podcast with your host, the one, the only, the humorous, in my own mind at least, Jamal Kedora. And once again, as I repeat in every episode, for those of you who don't know, the Writing to Inspire podcast is based off of my Instagram page, at Writing to Inspire. So if you're new to this podcast, be sure to open up your Instagram app right now. Okay, stop what you're doing, pause the show, and come back and listen to it, of course, and open up Instagram and search at Writing to Inspire. I post on there daily all of my poetry and prose and my basic musings. And we also happen to have a wonderful, vibrant, and loving community with like-minded individuals for you to connect with and to continue growing alongside. So, having said that, let's continue to episode 14 with the tricky, the ever-elusive, and the varyingly defined word known as, drumroll, I wish I had some drums, closure. When you hear the word closure, stop for a moment and reflect upon what you think it means. How do you define closure? So I'll start, I'll answer my own question. Years ago, I defined closure as moving on. It was synonymous with letting go, acceptance, and once again, moving on. And I am telling all of you, the lovely Writing to Inspire family, I felt like I could not move on without closure. I just needed that one explanation. That one reasoning that could liberate me from these chains. And I'm going to talk about where these metaphorical chains come from. Because in most cases, they're actually self-imposed. We are the ones who place ourselves in these chains and in these shackles. But I genuinely could not let go. I could not move forward and begin anew without someone explaining to me why the relationship didn't work. Why, in my own mind, I wasn't good enough. Why I wasn't enough. Why we didn't have something worth fighting for. And these questions would circulate my mind and implant seeds of negativity. I felt so low. And I know that many of you could be struggling with the same occurrence. You could be in this very predicament... Wondering, waiting, idling, and berating yourself. Asking why you're not enough. Why someone couldn't just tell you what was going on in their mind. Why they walked away. Why they wouldn't fight for you. And fight for the relationship. Or the situation. Depending on whatever was transpiring. And I would sit in that space of unworthiness, of aggravation, of sorrow. And I would look back and say, did I do this? 
did I say that? Maybe I wasn't enough of this. Maybe I wasn't expressive. And it would keep me trapped. But I've since learned a lot about closure. And closure, my dear friends, my lovely writing to inspire community, closure is not what you think. It is not what defines your worth. It is not the key to your freedom. And it is not the initiator to a new change. Does closure help? Yes. But if you believe that closure comes from another individual, you are disempowering yourself. And why is that? Why is Jamal saying such a thing? Well, because essentially... You're placing your own power and your own capabilities in another person's hands. You're saying that you, yourself, as a free, capable individual, cannot start over. You cannot let go until another person comes and lifts those chains. Until they give you the why to those buzzing, perpetual mental questions. The questions that keep you up at night. That disparage your self-worth. That make you feel less than. But closure, my friends, just like self-love, as I've said in previous episodes, and as I reiterate in my writings, closure comes from within. You have to redefine the way you look at a situation, and you have to realize that you... You yourself, you're the one who holds the power to your freedom. You're the one who can say, no answer is an answer. If someone isn't taking the time to give me an answer, that's my answer right there. Because I know I'm worthy of an answer. And if someone's not going to show up and give me that answer, then that says a lot about them. Not that I am demeaning the other party. But it just says a lot about them. Maybe they are incapable of giving that answer because of their own inner wounds. Maybe they're not good with confrontation. They have a core wound around that. Not that I'm making excuses. I'm just providing reasonings. Reasonings that detract from the idea of not being good enough. And that show you the reality. And another thing. I mean, if somebody doesn't give you an answer because they don't care... That right there, again, is an answer. Because you're worthy of being shown up for. You're worthy of somebody having that adult conversation. But if they're not choosing to, it says a lot about them. And once again, like I said, closure is not... The answers are not always what we believe. You know, the I'm not good enough. I'm unworthy. You know, if I was better or different, they would have fought for this. No. Those those thoughts are coming from your own core wounds. And I'm not saying that, again, cruelly. I'm saying it lovingly and to open all of our eyes because I was that person. I would say, well, if I was worthy, they would have given me an answer. If I was worthy, they would have fought for me. They would have stuck around. But as I grew and as I experienced more and as I was on both the giving and the receiving end, I realized that sometimes people... Don't stick around or don't provide that closure because, again, they have a wound around confrontation or communication. Or it's hard for them 
to sit down and see the pain that they've caused. And it's easier for them to flee and to avoid it. Who wants to look at the mess that they've created, the damage that they've inflicted? It takes a certain mentality. A mentality that's centered around healing, openness, clarity, and that takes time to reach that point. It took me time to reach there. I didn't always give closure in situations, and I didn't always receive it. And it's not because I'm not worthy or other people are unworthy. No, we're all worthy. We all deserve that. But simply put, closure is from within. You define your worth by the way you show up for you. By articulating what you want. By knowing what you need and what you deserve. And if somebody else is not providing that, it's not because you're less than or you're unequal. It could be because, again, they're unhealed, they're wounded, they're unprepared, they're inexperienced. There are a plethora of reasons. So many explanations. And we can't always personalize things. Because personalization comes from our own wounds. Maybe we weren't chosen in childhood by our caregivers. Or maybe we were in a bad relationship where we constantly and perpetually self-sacrificed. These types of traumatic experiences that hurt us and pain us place a sense of unworthiness within us. And so we'll keep waiting and waiting and waiting for people to choose us and to explain to us and to give us that closure. But you, you're the closure. You're the one who says, okay, an explanation or a conversation would be nice, but if this person's not providing it, it's on them. It's on them, and I don't need to wait around for that. Your life is so much more valuable. Your life is so much worthier than being contingent upon another's decision or another's explanation. People do what they do for their own reasons. Reflect. Maybe you didn't give somebody closure. Why didn't you? Maybe you were afraid. Maybe you were too hurt. Maybe you were incapable for one reason or another. And that's okay. It happens. So grant other people that same credence. Understand that they too could be feeling the same way that you felt when you couldn't provide closure. I know that I failed to provide closure to the other parties in years past because I was too hurt, I was too afraid, too wounded, too unsure. It had nothing to do with the other person's worth. But closure, again, it's just simply what you're deciding. Am I telling you not to seek it from the other person? No. But I'm telling you, if you don't receive their explanation or their reasoning, ultimately it comes from within. It comes from the way you define the situation and the way you assess it. And if they're not going to give you any answer, it's just simply time to walk away. Because the more you linger in a space and place your power in another person's hands, the less worthy you feel. The less time you spend on building what you're meant to have. 
the less time you spend on creating self-love, creating a healthier lifestyle, creating good, solid patterns that lead to light, happiness, and warmth, growth. It's not about you. Well, other excuse me, other people's behavior is not about you. It's about them. And that's what I started to see when a woman wouldn't give me an answer. I would just say, okay, I know what I'm worthy of. I know that I deserve that. And if a person can't provide what I deserve, then I'm better off without them. If a person can't provide the tangibles, the essentials of a healthy partnership and relationship, such as good communication, openness, transparency, then I know all I need to know. And think about it. If you were dating somebody who's not going to give you an explanation or a reason, and they can't openly and honestly communicate that for you, what type of relationship were you really going to be working toward? Really, because without communication, openness, and transparency, you're not building a healthy relationship. You're not working towards the right growth. And it also comes with, excuse me, it's also about redefining the way we see things telling you, like I said in the, at the beginning of this episode, I would always believe that it was about me. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't doing enough. Oh, if I was this person or that person, or if I was a little taller or funnier, then they'd be around and they would explain and they would fight. No. No. And that's when I realized, you know what? I don't need somebody to tell me to move on. I don't need somebody to tell me the why. I know that I showed up. I know what I'm worthy of because of the way that I show up and the type of person I am. And just like my behavior is a reflection of me, i.e. the way I show up, the way I conduct myself, their behavior is a reflection of them. Because if you can't take the time to explain something to me, if you can't take the time to express why we did or didn't work out, why you walked away, why you left, then that's an answer for me. But the ultimate answer comes from within, knowing what I deserve and knowing that if I don't receive it, I'm going to walk away. That's my closure. That is my power. But to consistently wait around for somebody to give you that answer, you're just disempowering yourself. You don't need their explanation to move on. You don't need their permission. You know who you are. You know what you're worthy of. You know what you stand for. You don't need somebody to come and tell you, hey, you know, you can move on now. You don't need to linger in that space. You're better than that. You deserve more than that. You know what you're about. And if you know that you've shown up beautifully and you've loved hard and you fought, that's your worth. That's what you're all about. And you deserve to have somebody who matches that. Somebody who stands in the space of what you are and who honors that, who appreciates it. You deserve more, and you deserve better. And I, I mean, I get messages on writing to inspire quite frequently, and I get it. You know, why did this person do that? Why didn't they stay and fight? Why did they walk away? Why did they choose somebody else? Well... Has, it doesn't have anything to do with you in many cases. It really doesn't. You personalize it because of core wounds. Just like, you know, we all do. We all want to be chosen. We all want to feel seen and heard. 
But ultimately, we have to see and hear ourselves. And we have to liberate ourselves. Because people aren't always going to give explanations. But we can give ourselves an explanation, and, an explanation, excuse me, and we can empower ourselves to move on by letting go, by making such realizations, by understanding what we deserve and how we will go about achieving it. You know, and I just, again, I remember times where I didn't provide closure. There was a time where I needed to have a very, very serious conversation with somebody. And it was a difficult, strenuous, distressing time, really. I needed to have a very serious conversation because it was time for an ending. And when I reflect upon it, I sit and say, you know, I could have expressed more. I could have done more. It wasn't about the other party's worth. It wasn't that this individual was unworthy or they didn't deserve it. They absolutely did. But at that time, I was incapable. I couldn't face it properly. I lacked the inner resolve and the growth to do so. What should have been maybe an hour to hour and a half long conversation was synthesized into a 10 to 15 minute conversation. And yeah... Should I have done that? No. Did I necessarily mean to? No. No. And in hindsight, we learn and we grow. And that experience taught me a lot. Because now that I know that I've made mistakes with things and with providing closure and that it had nothing to do with other person's worth, I know the same thing about me. Somebody else doesn't provide closure to me, that's fine. And again, it's not needed. Is it nice? Is it a positive reflection upon us? You know, the person who needs to give that closure? Yeah. But if somebody's not providing it, the closure is within. It's what you decide. It's how you define the situation. And if you're going to keep telling yourself that you didn't receive it because you're unworthy, then you will believe that you're unworthy and you will function accordingly. You will accept mistreatment. You will accept mediocrity. And you will refuse to move on and build a better life. But if you can realize that just like your behavior is a reflection of you, other people's behaviors are a reflection of them, then you can let go. You can move on. You can be okay with not having that answer. You can be okay with giving yourself that answer and pushing yourself through the threshold of pain and into the light of harmony, tranquility, and inner freedom. I know it's a struggle, guys. I'm not saying it's easy. And I'm not saying that anybody's weak for seeking it. We're all human, and we love to hear the other party's side. We love to know the why. The why for everything, right? That's the perpetual, ever-elusive question. Why? Why are we here? Why does life exist? <laughs> Why is the universe here? And then the, you know, the infamous, why did somebody walk away? The why is always prevalent. And it knocks on our mental doors. But there comes a point where you just got to leave that door shut. And you've got to realize that not everybody will give you an explanation. Excuse me, not everybody will give you an explanation. Not everyone will provide a reason. But you can always provide a reason and explanation for your worth. For what you're worthy of.
and for why it's time to let go. It took me a long, long time to learn those things, but I've realized that we hold our own inner keys and we cannot relinquish that power to other individuals because they don't have an obligation to us the way we have an obligation to ourselves. So, no answer is an answer. This is a lot about that person. It's either indicative of their own growth that they need to do, or of their carelessness, or of who they are overall, in various ways. But ultimately, it has nothing to do with you. You're responsible for your character and your conduct. You're not responsible for anybody else. So know when to let go. Know when to walk away. And know when to define your own worth. Your own worthiness. Because you deserve more. You deserve better. You don't need to stand in these spaces and wait for someone to choose you. You can choose yourself. You can give yourself a closure. You can walk away. You can redefine the situations. You can heal. And you can grow. That's the most important thing for all of us. So, on that note, I hope that this episode helped. I know that we're all seeking closure, but maybe this is your closure right here. God willing. Maybe this right here is the explanation you've been waiting for. So hang in there, guys. I know it's a long road ahead, but hey, the journey is beautiful. We learn and we grow and we experience so much and we become better people. So thank you all for tuning in to this episode. And please be sure to share it with your friends. Like it, comment on it, subscribe, rate it five stars, whatever, you know, however it is on your apps. And please be sure to follow my Instagram page at Writing to Inspire if you aren't already doing so. You're missing out. Don't miss out. Don't deprive yourselves, okay? But thank you all, and I will see you on another episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Much love. God bless all of you, and may he illuminate your paths toward healing, love, light, and acceptance. I will see all of you next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Writing to Inspire podcast. Please be sure to give it five stars and leave a comment so that it spreads to other people. As always, I appreciate you and happy healing.